Well, I might as well get to it. Ladies and gentlemen, you have now come to the right place. It's time for the late night snack. That's where the drums kick in, because we're serious and we're ready to podcast. You're professionals. We create a perfect world in our heads. Welcome back to the Late Night Snack. We missed you guys. We were gone last week studying hard for finals, and we are now officially on summer break by the time you're hearing this, and also officially seniors in college. That's right. We're almost done. College is an interesting time in a person's life. Uh, You either love it or you hate it, or you're just trying to get by. COVID college has been really strange. That's though. what I was gonna say. It's was. Def- I think we both definitely have enjoyed our college experiences more if it hadn't been for COVID. Before COVID hit, I had a pretty good time with college, but COVID college was just zooming in and learning things for your future occupation over video, which basically teaching yourself things for your future occupation. Well, you don't even teach yourself. It's like nothing. Nothing is actually attained through it. Uh, a lot of people cheat. I really didn't cheat at all, but... Thank you for admitting that on this podcast. I said I didn't really cheat. <laughs> I know, I was just making fun but of I'm you. I'm saying, like, I never really cheated, but, like, I still never learned anything. I just felt like I was doing a bunch of busy work. Yeah. It definitely just feels like... It's just weird. It's like everything you learned about school your whole life, like being on time to class and paying attention, taking notes, being in seat for tests, like everything completely backwards like wake up flip open your laptop from your bed maybe don't even turn your camera on take the test in bed it's like it's gonna be definitely a rude awakening for people when we go back to regular classes in the fall I feel like luckily though like for me personally like I'm in a major that my dad has worked in so a lot of the stuff that I'm learning in that major is very much what I've kind of grown up with and seen and like, yeah, there's still stuff I'm learning. I'm not saying I know it all, but I've seen it. So it's not like I've never heard of this subject before. So that's kind of helpful. I'm definitely glad that I got most of my like major classes out of the way before COVID because we, they're all like seminar styles. We'd always talk and I'm like, feel like that just would not work on Zoom because no one ever wants to have a conversation. You always just like the teacher asks a question and then it's just silence for a good 30 seconds. And then she's like, well... Moving on. Anyways, we had a kind of not so fun year of school, but this personally for me is the summer of dreams. I will be interning, doing some classworks, but the most important thing is at night, I will be doing a lot of open mics in and around Nashville area, uh, maybe outside of Nashville, see other parts of Tennessee. So uh, might be throwing some dates at you on this podcast, actually. So be ready for that if you want to come see me do some stand-up. We're very excited. And by we're, I mean, I'm excited for Dawson, and Dawson is excited. I have one fan, you know? and <laughs> It's me. Yeah. But I'm a really good <laughs> fan, I feel like. You're a pretty good fan. I'm going to make know? posters and, like, cheer for You're gonna you. You're going to make posters? And, oh, I so would. You never told me this. Yeah. Well, I always, like, I want to make, like, a big, like, I love Dawson. I just almost, like through yeah. my headphones um i want to make like a big i love dawson o'brien sign i can like hold up i'm kidding I you're gonna hold that. up a sign and a smoky i'm bar. joking but i'll make you some sick posters that'd be cool i think it'd be cool for like infographics yeah like we could do like stories stuff like that oh, yeah i'm a pro basically a graphic designer just kidding um maybe we get like buttons or, like stickers that's what all the big comedians stickers. have they got their set of buttons down yeah it's like they're running for office you know um <laughs> 
but they're doing good jokes. Yeah, no, I think I think that's definitely the way to go. Yeah. What about your uh, your experience the other day? You had a really fun time. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. The cool thing about a public library, which if you haven't gone to one in a long time, is it attracts everyone and anyone. See, if you're a big people person watcher, which I am, you just love looking at a clump of people. But sometimes what's better than people watching is when you get to interact with strange individuals one on one. Dawson ends up meeting and talking to the most interesting people all the time. This is how I always say I knew that he is like meant to do comedy is that like no one I know has as many weird stories of this like encounters with people. It's like it just the comedy just falls in his lap. It's ridiculous. I think it's just I have one of those faces that strangers look at and they're like, I'm going to talk to him. And I don't know why, but they just come up to me. Like this, I walk in the public library, I'm going to use a computer, right? And it's completely empty except for one person. Now this one person, just to give you a little bit of a visual context, she's got a cast. Is it on her right hand? Yes. Is it on her left hand? Also, yes. She has two <laughs> arm casts um, and she's just using her fingers to type, which I'm like, first off, how are you not cramping? But also like, that's kind of interesting. I, I, I didn't mind. It was kind of cool to look at. Then I go to, you know, turn on a computer and like we make eye contact and I just see her mouth move as if she's talking to me and I don't really recognize that she's talking to me and I'm listening to music. So I take out my AirPod and I was like, wait, what did you say? And she was like, I know where Prince Philip's body is being transported in the funeral. I was like, what did you just say? <laughs> By the way, that's not even what her voice sounded like. Her voice was like, I don't know where Prince Philip's body was. I was like, oh, oh my God. And then uh, she goes, come here. And the correct answer for anyone that tells you to come here with their finger. Through a cast. Through a cast. That's right. It's only her <laughs> finger coming out and gauze and stuff like that. And I was like, all right, sure. I'll go over. So I walk over and um, she has pulled up. She's been making this <laughs> on her computer, a diagram of the route that his body is going to go in this funeral process. Who's going to be at each spot? <laughs> and I was like, this is the scariest thing of all time. I feel like the scariest part of the story that you haven't even mentioned is this isn't just any public library. That's also This true. is our college's computer lab. So like it's meant for students, faculty, all that stuff. I'm not saying, look, I don't know, maybe she could be a student, but I don't really know what class teaches, like, where the royal family's bodies go, you know? Well, and then she gave you a gift. She did give me a gift. So she shows me that. I'm like, that's neat. And I'll walk away. And then uh, she comes back up behind me. And I know she's right behind me because I can smell the Marlboro cigarettes instantly. And as soon as I take a whiff, I was like, she's right behind me. And I hear her go, I got this for you. And she slides over <laughs> what she made me. I have in my room the printed version of what she made. And yes, I'm getting it framed. Yes, I'm always going to hold on to that. It's just <laughs> gold. Someday our kids will ask about why you have Prince Philip's funeral procession map on the wall. And I'll have a story for them. And then she hands it to me and I'm like, thank you. And I do that kind of like friendly, like this conversation has now ended where I like, I kind of wave. I'm like, I really appreciate it, but I got to... I got to do my work now too. So, and it comes off really friendly, but what it really means is like you need to like get out of my life. And so then I turn it back around and go back on my computer and she's like, Do you like planes? I was like, 
Yeah. <laughs> and then she just tells me all these facts about F-35s. Yeah, there's going to be one at some airplane show, right? She's like, there's a plane show coming to Smyrna, and just the helmet's $400,000. I was like, that's so cool. <laughs> I mean, actually, though, like, it is really cool. The thing is, is what she was talking about, and that it's right It's all cool. It's just the context of it that, like, this woman, empty computer lab, you walk in, and she's like, I'm going to be friends with that man. And then just proceeds to tell you all of this unnecessary information. When it, like, see, that's the difference, too, is with me with strangers, like, I'll have to, like, pee so bad. Like, on the verge of peeing myself. And there's somebody right next to me that I don't know that I could ask for where the bathroom is. And I'll be like, I don't want to bother that person. I really don't want to. I don't want to intrude on that person's day. She looked at me and was like, I think... He wants, he wants to, know to know about everything. You want he, She's like, I need to share all of this information with him immediately. She was really cool. I really appreciated it. <laughs> well, this isn't really an update, but we did talk, I think it was last episode, about my Guilty Pleasure TV shows. Oh my, oh my God. So Maddie has a new Guilty Pleasure TV show. I can't believe I'm admitting this on the internet. It's such a, like, a horrible idea for everyone it. involved. Wait, first of all, let's explain what this is. This show is called Temptation Island. You might have heard of it. If not, let me give you a little brief summary of what it is. You're not even watching it. I know, but I, I've grasped the concept of this. Okay. Tell me if I'm wrong, Hans. Okay. The TV show takes couples who are together, four couples, exactly, and they put them on an island, okay? And when they're on this island, the couples are separated, okay? And all the guys are given, like, 19... 12. 12. My bad. Okay, a lot. <laughs> They're giving 12 really attractive girls, and then the girls are given 12 really attractive guys, and if they cheat on each other or whatever they do, it's on video, and then they show their partner, uh, which is a horrible idea. That's like a terrible way to explain it, but... Okay, then you explain it. I'm just saying, I feel like the only... So yeah, so basically the idea is like you come to Temptation Island to test your relationship, find love, like that's the idea, right? It's basically like if you combined the show... Four Weddings and Bachelor in Paradise. It's like Bachelor in Paradise, but there are four couples and all of the single people are trying to break up the couples. That's kind of what I said. Basically. Anyway, I'm watching... You said it was a horrible way of it describing it. It wasn't horrible. I'm sorry. Um, the thing, though, is I'm watching it purely for satire reasons. Like, I don't find it to be good television. It's just, like, so absurd that, like, they're just all crazy. So we're watching the second season right now. I convinced my roommate to watch it with me. Um, I think we're like probably six episodes in of like a 12 episode season. And the craziest part is we looked up the spoilers, which I won't spoil it for anybody, even though it's an old season and probably none of you watch the show. But we looked up spoilers of the end and it's just like, it's just it's exactly what you expect. Like the show is just absurd. People are crazy. Everyone's hooking up with everybody. And then the thing I do appreciate about the show is that unlike shows like The Bachelor, whatever, wherever, like, you know that behind the scenes, the producers are, like, showing them bad clips and, like, trying to rile people up and create drama, right? So the thing that I appreciate about Temptation Island is they don't try to hide that aspect of it from you. They show you, they pick selective clips of the person's significant other doing something terrible, like the worst thing they did all week, and that's what they show them. So it's not like they're trying to hide it. No, they're just purposely playing with those people's feelings so that then they feel mad and go back and do something even worse. It's just a really cool idea, you know? It's really... 
Nothing says great television like messing with people's emotional vulnerability. It's basically the show that just tells you everything that's wrong with society. But and the show basically goes like they'll ask the girl, like, "What's the worst thing you did all week?" And he's like, "Oh, uh, I said you know hi to another guy, and I felt kind of bad." And then they're like, "Oh, well, your boyfriend, you know, uh, he um, <laughs> how do I put this? Got really." Got really close to them, and we have it on video, and we're going to show you. You know, that's basically, <laughs> if not, I haven't seen a single episode, but I'm telling I'm you right now. I'm going to make them watch some. I'm telling you right now that that's happened at least eight times in this show's history. There's a guy, one of the episodes we watched last night, it, it just almost makes you feel bad how badly they make these people look, because this guy was drunk, you know, whatever, and says to everybody, I don't even think I'd care if she broke up with me, you know? I just go back to my single life to messing around with lots of people and you know i said i loved her i don't even know if that's true okay (laughs) there you go that's the clip they show the girlfriend the next day that same guy gets asked do you want to marry your girlfriend and he says yes i love her she's the only one i want to be with and he like does not touch anybody doesn't go like he goes on dates because they have to but he like friend zones everyone like wants to marry her but all she sees is the video clip where he's like i don't even know if i love her why did he say that? Because he was drunk? I don't know. Probably. What an idiot. <laughs> hey, I have an idea. If your drunk <laughs> self says ridiculous things, don't go on a nationally broadcasted television show where the entire point is to capture you at your worst moments and show them to your significant other. Because something tells me you're going to have a drink or two, and then you're going to say, I don't love my girlfriend at all and now she's hooking up with yeah. everyone so on the, the island the clip that they showed him then of her was her talking to this guy and she was like you like me and he was like yeah and she was like i like you too but like doesn't say anything worse than that so he sees that clip and he's like oh i'm in the clear like she's being faithful our relationship is going great he does not remember at all that he said he didn't love her and so she now thinks he doesn't love her and so <laughs> it's just so bad it's so bad i highly recommend it to anyone my one spoiler about them is the season ends your one spoiler is how the season it's only one of the couples (laughs) the season ends with him trying to propose to her literally gets down on one knee puts his head on her knee with the ring and is crying into her knee for her to take him back and she's like nah so yeah (laughs) and we can cut the spoiler out if you want but yeah I don't even know if the spoiler got picked up by the mic. Sorry, I was being all the way over here. Um, but yeah, it's it's a great show. Dawson, what's your guilty pleasure show right now? I feel like you don't watch anything that trashy. Are you out of your mind? So I don't watch trashy stuff. And I don't know if this is even a guilty pleasure because I'm not, I don't feel guilty about this. But ever <laughs> since Big Time Rush has been put oh, on Netflix, that's the only thing I've watched. We have roommate, but like Big Time Rush nights. We've literally been like binge watching. What season are we on? Like all together, I think. I don't know what season y'all are on because I'm I'm blown way past all of y'all, and y'all don't y'all haven't even realized that yet. Because y'all are like, oh, we're we're on season two, episode three, and I'm like, yeah, I remember that when like they just put it on Netflix. But <laughs> there's only three seasons of the show, isn't there? Yeah, but I'm almost done. And then I'm going to rewatch it. It's so good. Honestly, we just like to petition from this podcast to Big Time Rush if you're out there. A, we'd love to have you on. Kendall, Carlos, Logan, 
James, please, let's be friends. No, that sounds creepy. You want to get back? Please get back together. I actually know. Please, if you drop, I'm telling you right now, you drop a single right now. That's that's some big time. You big, want to talk? It's some big time. You want to talk big time? That would be huge. Gustavo Rock. That's right, though. If they don't get it produced by the Gustavo Rock, then I don't know if it's gonna work out. What's Gustavo Rock doing these days? He's on the TikTok sound. No cameos. Oh, oh he, yeah, and on that TikTok. He sound. does cameos, but I'm saying like he's still prevalent. Like yeah, he's yeah. still kicking. That TikTok's it. like going viral. That's so funny. With him singing um what's that song called? But it's like his version of it. I I can't remember. Is but I really want to start a segment of this show where we watch funny TikToks together. I don't know how we do it since we don't film it, but like I think it'd be so funny. I love TikTok and frequently find hilarious ones. That's kind of a hint hint wink wink kind of not but we'll see maybe we'll start adding some video with these as well and not just doing audio and you'll be able to find this on youtube but we'll see that happens that would be because we're gonna have to start recording in two different places which is really sad i'm going home for a month um so we we might record our zooms yeah you sound so sad about it i'm really upset i really want you to stay i wish you could see his face right now He's so mean to me. You're terrible. Okay, rude. It was a joke. I'm, I am going to be really bummed out when you go home. I don't like when you go home. I feel like here's kind of your home sometimes now. But yeah, I know you got to see your fam and stuff, which is chill. I do, but. and then I get to move into a new place. It's all exciting stuff. Yeah, you got a lot of kicking stuff going on in your life. I do. I don't have a job yet, but it's okay. As of yesterday, guys, I'm officially unemployed, so it's pretty exciting. I'm happily unemployed for this moment, but I won't be for long. I need a job soon, but... You got unemployed. I got employed the same day. Woohoo! Same day. It's pretty pretty awesome. Yep, that's a good... It's kind of a really good relationship thing we got going is like, if one of us works, the other one doesn't. Yeah, it's great. Really, it works out. It works out. Dawson, is it? Is it time for some news? Oh, I've got news for you. Okay, so here's the deal. When it comes to being in the nude... <laughs> Not the news, the nude. Yeah, this is in the news, in the nude. I feel like for the most part, people feel like, I don't really want other people to see me nude. Like, I really want to stay... I don't want to, you know... Why would I want other people, other strangers, other That's like the fascinating thing about nude beaches is like the people who go to nude beaches are the exact kind of people who shouldn't be in the nude in public. Nude beaches are for the most confident people of all time. (laughs) And also kind of pervy. But anyways, so there was a Canadian lawmaker who, which I'll get into this in a second, but there's a Canadian lawmaker who was naked during a video conference, obviously on Zoom. Here's the deal about Zoom with... Being in COVID for so long now, you you just, there's no excuse for it anymore. I feel like there, we have been doing Zooms in every facet of our life for months and months. There is absolutely no reason that you don't understand how the camera works and how the mics work and that you're caught walking up to the camera for a work conference completely naked. Yeah. There are so many stories like See, this. I get what you're saying though, but I feel like part of it is that we are also used to it now, that it's like, oh yeah, I don't have to wear pants while I do this Zoom because I'm not going to see it anyway. And then you don't think about it and then you stand up. But I feel like we should know better at this point. Here's the deal. But It's not just not wearing pants. This guy, I'm looking at a picture right now. It's <laughs> He has socks on and there you go. Okay, so Why? And, Why was he naked when he started the Zoom conference? I have no idea. 
And everyone is sitting there, right, fully professionally dressed. So at this point, <laughs> he should be in a suit of some sort. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But no, he is in his birthday suit. That's the suit he's in. <laughs> um, it just, it's so ridiculous. How, is it that hard to be like, even if you are in that situation, would you not like, oh, I'm going to face my laptop away while I get dressed or something? Yeah. Because do you ever really trust that your camera is off or that you're really on mute? Because I don't. I get nervous. No. Trusting the mute button is, like, I, I don't have that kind of trust for anybody anymore. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no. I feel like especially because can't you, like, the host, like, unmute everyone? I don't know yes. if that's actually a thing. I had a professor, actually, that would literally just, as soon as you joined, your mic would be on and your camera would be off. But, like, there's people that would join and for the first five seconds you would hear, like, the TV or them like talking about the class. And as soon as it started to get negative, they would quickly like. I've definitely it. talked crap about a professor in a breakout room and then had the professor enter the breakout room while I was talking crap. Well. Rip. Would you say that's an invasion of privacy? I mean, I don't know if he knew that I was talking crap before he went in there. I don't think he like intended to invade my privacy. Well, here's why I'm bringing this up. So there's another naked guy in the news. But I don't know if this is invasion Big of privacy. Big naked guy news. Yeah, this is a, there's a theme this week. <laughs> Nudity um, is the theme. But this one's right from very own state of Tennessee. This one's from Knoxville. Go Vols. Basically, here's how this goes. A neighbor looks over at his neighbor, right? And he sees that he's cutting down trees in the nude with a chainsaw. And he calls the police and... Why does he call the police? Because it's public indecency. I thought he was in his own backyard. He's in his front yard. Still, though, aren't you on your own property? I mean, like, you shouldn't do it, but, like, I don't think that's worth, like, giving a 911 call. I think when you're naked on your own property, <laughs> that's like saying, like, hey, I'm drinking beer on my property. What are you going to do about it? It's like, yeah, you can't really do much about it. But if he's, you know, he's sitting out there swinging like a granny clock, you know, I don't <laughs> know if, like, you're going to be totally cool with that. So it's okay in the backyard, but not in the front yard is what I'm hearing. I think we're just skipping over the biggest <laughs> thing here, which is the fact that this man had a fully working chainsaw going, cutting down trees. That seems dangerous. Dangerously close to something else. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Oh, you would think if you're operating a chainsaw, you'd be like, oh, I'm wearing the most like durable, thick jeans ever. In case, like, not even for that, but just, like, if you hit a leg or something like that. Like, it's such a dangerous tool, but this guy... like, if you're cutting down trees, aren't there, like, splinters and stuff coming out of that thing? Like... There's a lot of things here that are, like, you know, I would put on, like, uh, overalls. Hey, there's a lots of people that go naked in overalls. That's a look. It's true. I just, like, have a lot of questions. Like, why did he need to cut down the trees? But also, like, what compelled him to be, like fully nude cutting down the trees is what i want because like and, i feel like there's and, lots of dads who you know like mow the lawn shirtless like whatever i can get down with it but the fact that he just you know was like fully naked in the front yard with a chainsaw that's where i want to be also too it's not like this guy didn't know what he was doing okay because yeah. i'm reading here like so he's cutting the tree down neighbor calls the police as soon as the cop gets there drops his chainsaw sprints inside so like he knew like hey this isn't this isn't gonna fly but I'm going to do it anyways. And as soon as he got busted, he just, he took off. Um, unrelated chainsaw story. Did you ever have a dad in your neighborhood on Halloween who, you know, like wore the mask and ran around with a chainsaw? Um, or is that a growing up in the ghetto kind of thing? That's not, no, that's a pretty common thing. 
I never had a dad in this neighborhood. I dated a girl who there was one Halloween where he put on a hockey mask, mm-hmm. you know, like Jason, mm-hmm. and he took his leaf blower and he came in while we we're watching a scary movie and blew a leaf blower. That's funny. Which was kind of funny. <laughs> um, but there was lots of dads that I think the biggest dad move here was like if you were like a top tier kind of dad on Halloween, you would like deck out some sort of like thing to hitch on to your truck so that you could drag kids around kind of like a hayride and you could hayride them from door to door. Dang, that sounds like the bougie life. It's not even, bougie's not even the right word. It's just kind of trashy. And so... um, (laughs) Sounds fancy to me. It's not like fancy though. It would just be like, you know, some or like there would be like a golf cart to haul kids around in. And it's like all the dads are catching up, talking about work, talking about stocks. The kids are getting candy. We had like a street in our neighborhood that was like for the older kids, you know? It was like... Only, I think I didn't get to go over there, so I was like 10, probably double digits kind of thing, you know? But it's a big deal. when you went over there, that's where the chainsaw dad was. There's also a guy who would lay in like a little fake casket like this, like with like a skeleton suit on, and in his hands was a bowl of candy, and the guy would be like, take a piece of candy. And you'd go to reach for the candy, and the guy would like sit up and be like, ah, and like <laughs> scare you. It was fun. I loved Halloween as a kid. One time I cried, but that's a different story. Why'd you cry? Because there was another dad I knew, and he wore one of the hockey mask things, and I think that's what it was, and hid in a bush, jumped out to scare. He was scaring people as they were walking by, and I was walking up to their house. I was three years old, and he did that, and I cried and went home because I was so scared. I was three. I don't want to hear you make any snarky comments. I was going to say that it sounds like you have PTSD. If something <laughs> happened when you were three and you're bringing it up when you're almost 21... I don't think it's PTSD, but it definitely scarred me. They're a cool family, though. I was also a princess five years in a row for Halloween. So, What was your favorite Halloween costume as a kid? I love that we're just talking about Halloween. It's not even close to October. Not even close. This is this episode's way earlier than it should be. But um, <laughs> Maybe for Halloween we just re-air this episode. Maybe. Or we just continue talking about it. My favorite Halloween costume as a kid was... Um, I remember morph suits were huge. Oh, you would have been a morph suit kid. I'm not surprised at all. There was that. That was cool. Um, I dressed up like a mobster a lot. I I was obsessed with like mobsters for a little bit, like the 50s and stuff. Uh, But my favorite costume now is I got this little, you know, sexy cop costume. (laughs) Worn it, you know, for the past three years in a row. You're going to need a new Halloween costume this year. We'll see. Well, that's all we have for you guys this week. Um, We're definitely glad to be back. We're happy that you guys came back after a week of us being gone. Um, And we're ready for summer, ready for new content, for more content over on the Instagram at Late Night Snack Pod. Um, And as usual, send us DMs, send us emails at latenightsnack.thepodcast at gmail.com. We can't wait to hear from you. Um, We can't wait to incorporate new kinds of content. We are, we're ready. Spread the word. Give us some rates on Apple Podcasts as well. Uh, Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. And we're just so grateful for every listener we have. So with that, we'll see you next week. See you next week.